Tony, we have Paladin Financial Talk 2.0 today. What in the world is that? You'll see. Or you'll hear. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. As I alluded to, we have Paladin Financial Talk 2.0 today. We're upgrading things, Tony. I like it. A new and improved show. That should be great. Yes. We're changing it up. We, we are. A, a makeover, if you will. Yeah. Um, we have, for the first time ever on the show, the one, the only, Nikki Foley. <laughs> amazing nikki foley what a huge get for you jeff this is fantastic she's had me in makeup for 15 minutes now oh <laughs> actually hair we have them in hair oh, gosh. <laughs> she's only going to improve the show from here on out <laughs> just looks alone i mean seriously nikki it's so great to have you on the show and you are fantastic oh thank you both so what are we talking about well we're going to talk a little bit about lifestyle today and tony i'm going to put you on the spot here what do you think uh, the definition of lifestyle is i would say it's how you live your life and what you do with your life oh that's pretty good i looked it up on oxford dictionary before uh before we started here the way in which a group lives or how a person lives. And so that's the the formal look at this here. But you did pretty good. You're pretty spot on with that. <laughs> well, thanks, Nikki. Uh, I try. I, I study up on the outside, but uh, I've got a sound clip for that one. My lifestyle is my retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? You should ask her who that was. I could, have, I could have told you, you know, <laughs> that The Simpsons started when I was a fifth grader. What? A wow. fifth grader. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. How long ago did that show even start? That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, You look too young uh, to have uh, even been around when that started. But Nikki, I'm excited. What do you have for us today? I think this is going to be a fantastic show. So we're going to do a whole series on lifestyle. And so uh, a few a few topics over the next several weeks here. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about education, but more specifically about getting and taking advice and the role of media, the role of generations as they uh, how they take their media. So I think it's going to be really engaging. I'm feeling good about this. Tony, ooh, 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 Jeff is eager to talk here. I'm disappointed There's there are no graphs in today's show. So. <laughs> well, we could make some. <laughs> could. Well, yes. Nikki, you have to understand that Jeff always brings to the radio show and podcast, audio only, graphs, like colorful charts, and holds them up as he's talking about the show and tries to describe them. And I'm like, this is audio only, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tony, as it goes back to your question there, you know, the 
today is about the education and where people get their advice and who they're taking their advice from. But as it relates back to the retirement side and the financial side of things, I think you have to start with the end in mind and uh, or begin with the end in mind, I think, is the way that our friend Stephen Covey uh, has positioned it. And so he, he has a book that people might know, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I've never think, heard of it. Never, ever. She made that up, Tony. <laughs> I've Sounds heard like of a it. thing. He may be one of my favorite people, Tony. I am still a planner person. I still write down in time block every day. And so he is one of my favorite people. A Franklin Covey planner? A Franklin Covey. Yep. There you go. Franklin Covey. I have one of those planners. And who talked me into getting that? Was it me? Yeah, it was Nikki Foley. Yes. (laughs) My influence is wide and far. I have a nice leather bound one and I make my notes in there for each day. It's good. Um, would that make me an influencer? I was just going to say that. You're an influencer. Of 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, but going back to you know what this looks like in your, your lifestyle and all of that, I do think that it starts with beginning with the end in mind and think, thinking about you know where you want to be and planning for your success. And if you put that focus out there, you can figure out what your moves are. And that's no different than what you need to do as you look about look towards the future and think about your retirement and starting with a vision. And then you set your direction, you set your destination. And I think that part of doing that is there's education that goes along with that. And then who do you get your education from and how do you weed through all of the information that is out there. And I think that um, I think that it's simple form and the softer side of things is what do you want your retirement to look like? Is family involved? Is there travel involved? Where do you want your home to be? And so forth. I think that's a good point. Actually, it reminded me where we have a business coach that we work with, Chad, and we're actually having the same conversation on the business side right now is what direction do we want to go? And you can't you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you want to go. So you have to put some time and thought and energy into what you want your life to work look like, your business to look like. And yeah, that's a great point. It's very important in retirement to think through what those options are. Otherwise, you kind of flounder around and never really get anywhere. Absolutely. And I think people, it comes naturally to know what their dreams are, what their goals are, um, or at least have some feelings that go along with that where I think it starts to get into, and I'm not saying the harder side of things, but you get to be into topics that you're not as comfortable with and you don't even know what the topics might look like. And so, Jeff, one of the things that you have brought up in previous shows is our Paladin plan. And so we try to provide some areas of focus to get people started in visualizing what the future might look like. Do you feel comfortable just high level going through some of those areas that we spend or we give to to our clients and prospective clients to start thinking about uh, risk management and so forth? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it starts with the, the first step in that process as we evaluate goals and dreams and fears as well. And that ties in with today and talking about what direction do you want things to go? What are you what are you excited about? You're passionate about um, what things have you put on the bookshelf and you want to pull off, dust those off and try to implement the, implement those into your life. So I think that's important as we start with where do you want things to, to go? And that becomes important when you get in the end to the investment side of things is the goal is not a certain rate of return. The goal for most people really is lifestyle. What do I want my 
life to look like, my retirement to look like, as long as we can at least support those goals and then some through the investment side and other things that we'll get into, that would be a nice thing to have. So the first area we look at is goals and dreams. And the second area, Nick, you mentioned is risk management. What risk can we either reduce or eliminate completely? We want to look at tax planning and minimize taxes long-term. It's one of the biggest expenses we all have. And creating income would be the next step is we become the payroll department for our retired clients. I need X dollars a month of uh, mailbox money, or now it's right, right into the bank money. Um, what do we want that income to look like? Where do we create that income from? And that's going to change in different markets and tax situations. We also look at legacy and enhanced planning. So with, again, beginning with the end in mind, what are some things that you want to happen or not happen in terms of your legacy, but also if something catastrophic happened and you're in the hospital and you can't make decisions for yourself, we want to make sure that someone is there to step in Uh, represent you properly and make sure that things go as you would want them to go. Uh, We also look at um, other things like health and long-term care costs are a big concern for most people. What are your options on funding long-term care costs if you should have that occur down the road, which is a high probability for most people. And then finally, and intentionally last is the investment management. How do you best use your resources, your assets to support all of those other areas and goals and dreams? I think what the Paladin plan and each one of those areas, it at least gives individuals an opportunity to narrow their thoughts and start making decisions within buckets. Um, and oftentimes, again, I refer to you know uh, the technical side of things versus some of the softer side of things. Some people, taxes, not their bucket, don't want to touch it. But if you get into, say, the health side of things and the long-term care side of things. There are stories, experiences that have already crafted that that bucket for them. And so, Tony, I'm going to use you as an example here. And okay. uh, um, I'm going to talk about long-term care. Oh, yeah. So do you have thoughts on what you want your future to look like and where as you retire and age, where do you want to be? Do you want to live out your life at home? Do you want to live out your life in an assisted living? And Tell me any thoughts and, and that you have to go along no pressure, with that. Tony. Yeah. No pressure. Two, two words uh, can answer Key West. That's where I want to <laughs> live out my life. No, uh, in all seriousness, though, uh, it's funny you should ask that because, uh, and as you probably know, um, I've been dealing with this because my mom has Parkinson's and she's been in long-term care now for over a year and isn't going anywhere. I mean, she will, you know, because it's progressing. So- it's not getting any better, and she needs full-time, round-the-clock care and can't get around on her own anymore. And I see you know, my dad with health issues still out on the farm, and I see what happened with my grandfather and his estate when he passed and how that's affecting my father and my mom and the long-term care costs, and they had to deal with things. So the first thing I'm going to do, the first thing I want to do is have a plan. And that's pushed me into getting an estate plan in place for myself and my kids. Uh, I would love to live out my days like most people, I think, at my home. Uh, But I know that that isn't always realistic. And my kids might not have the ability to take care of me or my wife. It depends on how our health progresses. And when you're a couple, uh, it makes a difference, obviously. And uh, I think it's different for everyone. But sure, I, I haven't. 
spelled it out super clearly, but my wife and I have talked about it a lot, and I've talked about it uh, with, I know you, Jeff, personally, and we just want to have a plan where uh, we can live as long as possible and have possibly in-home care, um, and that's why we want to downsize to one level at some point as we get older and have everything on one level, fully accessible. So we're starting to plan for that. Yeah. And I'd, I'd say is I put you on the spot there and it didn't take you very long to craft your thoughts around that one. You had um, personal experience and thoughts already created. And that's, you know, going back to beginning with the end in mind is getting some of those pieces out on a piece of paper and making sure that we're working towards those starts now and uh, starts really early on. And so I think that those are key pieces. I would say this topic in itself is the number one thing that uh, our prospective clients and clients are comfortable talking about because they have really strong um, feelings on it. Yeah. And um, yeah. and if they don't, um, that's okay too, because you can put that on a piece of paper. I think too, it's um, communicating those things. A lot of times families don't talk about money. It's a taboo thing. And the kids who are preparing for and start for and starting to think about their retirement they don't know, gosh, do we need to worry about mom and dad? Are they taken care of? What are their wants? And are there financial resources there to help support that? So having a, figuring out your plan, I think is step one, but then communicating that to your family members is important as well. Absolutely. And so, uh, again, being able to have a path or and again, I use the word buckets probably way too much, but thinking about life in buckets and starting making some decisions. And you may figure out one bucket like the, the long-term care planning, but you may be very uh, uncomfortable talking in the tax planning bucket. But starting to put things on paper, paper and beginning with the end in mind, I think is a really important piece. You know, as we, we continue our conversation here about educating ourselves and where we're getting advice, I think another in, important piece, and we laughed earlier when we talked about influencers, but influencers is a real thing, a really big thing, and especially by certain generations. And so, Jeff and Tony, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you guys think that you could name the generations that are out there? So baby, baby boomers being... Uh, one of them. Do you think you could could work backwards and name name all the generations? Mm. Mm. Well, let's see. Baby boomers, Gen X. Good. Okay, Mo- we got two of them. Millennials. Good. Gen Z. All right. And I'm going to give you, I say there's one more at this point. Jeff? I was starting back further. I went okay. the other way. So I had, I was thinking about the, the greatest generation. Uh, the greatest generation. Yeah. Um, All right, we can put them here, and then fast forward. Who are today's youngsters? Gen Alpha. Oh, that's right. Gen yeah. Alpha. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah. That That's a new one. I was really me. impressed by you both. I didn't do any. I added nothing to that conversation, <laughs> well, but that's great. <laughs> except for the greatest generation of all time, right? Yeah, you added that. You made me think of that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have thought of that. And so as we we look at each one of those, let's just start with the baby boomers. That's such a a big population. So born, again, dates get a little bit fuzzy. I think people report things a a little differently. But let's say 1945, 1946 approximately to 1965, I would say, is a pretty good uh, estimate. And how do you think they they like to take their media? Jeff Foley. Face-to-face. Face-to-face is a great Mm -hmm. one. Tony? 
How else do you think they take their media? I don't know. News. News. I guess t- media. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. TV news and newspapers. You got and, it. Um, yeah. Very, very traditional in the sense of media, of TV, print. Jeff mentioned the face-to-face. Absolutely, that's that's what they're comfortable with. But I would say it's fair also that they are starting to embrace the Internet, and video has become a big part as they you know, are in retirement and have more time. That might be shifting a little bit, but I still mm-hmm. think it's rooted in some of the traditional media that we know. All right. Next one, Gen X. So I would say 1965 to 1979, 1980-ish. Hey, that's me. Is, uh, that's me. That's Jeff Foley. Yep. So that's us. Yep. All right. So how do we communicate primarily? Not media, but just communication. Jeff Foley. Face-to-face and phone. Okay, good. <clears throat> Facebook. Tech- Facebook. I think Gen absolutely. X is the generation of Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I would say text messages are a big deal. Oh, yeah, and text. I think they, they border because we grew up in the traditional media space where they still appreciate and recognize TV news and, and some print. But social media is where they get their current events or their news and so forth. And so you have that that generation that's on the cusp of can appreciate and understand and maybe moving more towards social media, but still has roots in the, the tra- traditional side of things. Yeah, I also would say they're podcast people. Right. That's yeah. true. Podcasts. And but going back to text, I, I think you nailed that. We're big. Our generation, Gen X, is big on text. And Jeff Foley, this is a question for you. Uh, speaking of text, can you guess who texted me after midnight last night about the show today? <laughs> you- Did Jeff Foley text you after midnight, Tony? Uh, no, I, I think it was you. I believe it was oh. Nikki. Oh, it was oh. Nikki. It was an email back oh, to our it? preferred preferences. I thought it was a text. She's like, what? It was this morning. <laughs> yeah, that is this morning. And Nikki's already started to work in the if it my and I tell Nikki, Nikki, I've told you before, my clock doesn't have a.m. First of all. Uh, <laughs> but especially 12 a.m. No, you're right. It was an email. You're right. You're right. Uh, I, I try to refrain from texting after midnight. Oh, you can text me anytime. I'm not, I, I don't have it turned on after midnight anyway. So, but I'll see it first thing then. Yeah. But uh, no, you're right. And um, texting, uh, that's a big one. And you're right. We're, we, are, we do embrace some social media, but uh, podcasts, we still love our audio, don't we? Absolutely. And I think it's a it's probably um, with not giving any statistics here behind this, but it's probably the uh, generation that listens to podcasts more than than any other. I think I've uh, seen that out there somewhere along the way. Let's talk about millennials, though. So millennials, I'd say early 80s to mid 1990s, let's say 1995, 1994. I would also yep. say they probably live in the podcast side of things, uh, maybe streaming services yes. uh, are something that fills um, or is common for that group. But Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you see the the presence of social media in them uh, more than I'd say Boomer and, and Gen X. Uh, Gen Z, 19, let's say 1995 to uh, 2010, 2015. Uh, 2012, 15, something of that yep. nature. But social media is absolutely the number one way that this age group gets their news. They are our TikTokers, there are Spotifyers, there are YouTubers. All and three certain- of my children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And absolutely. Adam, who was on the cusp of that, he born in 1999, like YouTube is his go-to. 
Like if he wants to know how to do anything, he just goes right to YouTube. If he wants to hear a song, it's YouTube. And my youngest, she doesn't ever go on YouTube. She goes on TikTok, Instagram, and um, and uh, those types of things. I think all of this becomes important because as we talk about podcasts, who's listening to our show? Good chance it's people in the same generation as the three of us sitting here. Right. However, you know, I want to point out that we are working with retirees, so most likely boomer generation. But I just took a call, and the reason I was late coming up here is I, I talked to a gentleman that is in San Diego right now, going to school, coming home for the summer, and called in because he wants to get started. He's in his junior year, and there is that population as well that is interested in the financial side of things and wants to make sure that they um, get a jump start and use time to to benefit them. And so it's important that we're delivering information in ways that are appropriate for the generations and the people that we're talking to. And so um, it comes down to then if there's different ways to deliver it, who is giving that advice? And so I'm going to throw out a couple names here uh, that I know our generation is going to associate with. It'd be Dave Ramsey, right? So right. Jeff, just just give us, tell us who Dave Ramsey is for in case our listeners don't know and kind of what's his philosophy on things. Yeah. So Dave Ramsey has a pretty uh, big microphone, if you will, on radio, TV, books, um, in a lot of churches across the country as well and has really built an, an empire on helping people to get out of debt, have financial freedom, and use a really simple, sensible approach to uh, accomplishing goals in an orderly fashion. And he has a process called the baby steps, where he has seven baby steps that start with start off with saving towards having $1,000 for an emergency fund, all the way up towards baby step number seven, build wealth and give. And you go through those steps in an orderly fashion and keep it pretty simple and straightforward. And he's a very no-nonsense, calls it like it is. So radio show, many listeners have probably heard him. You call in and he people call in and ask him questions. And he comes sometimes drops a bomb on them that they're you know not making the best decisions financially, but gives some pretty good advice on, on how to approach things. So we're part of his network and receive a lot of uh, referrals through through them and uh, are in alignment with what he recommends people follows. So I'd say he certainly could be considered an influencer before the topic or the terminology of influencer was out there. Oh, yeah. So Jeff, tell me, is, is Dave Ramsey licensed and what does it mean to be licensed? Go through that. Yeah. So Dave is not licensed. And uh, so in our industry, we're very highly regulated. You cannot give individualized specific investment advice unless you're properly licensed to do so. So that's not what he's aiming to accomplish. And that's why he has a network of, they call them smart investor pros where people can reach out and they have a vetting process. Ramsey does to, to be part of that network and you can then get individualized advice. But Dave provides a platform, a process for people to have confidence in the decisions that they make and a a recipe of, of success. It's worked for a lot of people. So, and uh, that's delivered to your point, Nikki, in a lot of different ways, podcasts, videos, you know, church programs where you can go through Financial Peace University, um, you name it. Yeah. And what I like about what Dave does, and I think the highlight there to hone in on, uh, because he's involved in a lot of things, but the key is, is he really, 
that does a great job in helping people become debt-free and get out of debt. And I think he's helped so many people, probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, get out of debt and help, especially young couples, stay out of debt. And But he is not a licensed financial advisor to give, like you said, individual financial advice. And Jeff, that's why you're part of his network. That's where you come in. Correct. Yep. And so again, educating is what his ultimate goal is in, in delivering the information he does. Okay, let's talk about people you might see on TV. There's Fox and there's CNBC and there's Bloomberg and there's all these shows that you can tune into. Licensed or unlicensed? Unlicensed, typically. They'll have guests on that will be licensed and provide advice in different fashions. But, you know, most of the people that you know on the TV are not licensed. Yeah. And would you, I think it's fair to say, depending on which channel you tune into, uh, you might have information that is biased in one way or another. And just talk a little bit about that, Jeff. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Depending on the, you know, the station and omitting political anything, but, you know, sometimes you have political bends, but when it comes to the financial side, um, understanding, you know, the scope of the advice or the, the message that's being recommended and, and who their audience is. So similar to Dave Ramsey, he's not trying to solve everyone's unique situation, but here's a broad path at a process. So, um, and the, those companies like Fox, CNBC, Bloomberg, etc., they're a business. They have advertisers, and you got to keep that in mind and how all that's woven in. Yeah, so their bottom they line is about. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. it's not always education. And I know your bottom line is education and helping people uh, do what's in their best interest personally, financially. So, you know, yeah. uh, it's kind of buyer beware. And I, sometimes I watch those shows, and there is a lot of information, but you have to take it with a grain of salt and understand. Uh, like you say, Nikki, not necessarily licensed, and you know, maybe you shouldn't necessarily believe everything Jim Cramer tells you. Right? I was just going to use Cramer's example. <laughs> He's a great brilliant, example. brilliant guy and good at what he does. But if you flip on the TV and Cramer's yelling that you should buy, you know, whatever investment, don't necessarily turn to your computer and log in and buy a hundred shares of that. No, actually his track record isn't that great. Uh, He's made some pretty big, bad calls. (laughs) Both of you just brought, I think the point home here and, and we can probably start even wrapping up with, you know, there are lots of individuals, very strong personalities, huge platforms that they're speaking from. But the purpose of that is to give broad information. And so, I'd certainly encourage, no matter what generation you're coming from or how you're taking your media, is to listen and find somebody that you can align with and that that matches your style, your personality, uh, your thoughts, and so forth. But keeping that in a, you know, um, um, arm's distance, or you know, keeping it for what it is—that it is a broad perspective—and I have to bring up the terminology "finfluencer." Is it fin? influencer am i saying it right uh again that generation that's below me here but nonetheless uh it is the individuals that are on social media that can influence the financial decision making process and they are you know putting consumer oriented information out there and it's financial 
I'm going to be careful in saying this, financial advice, but it's informative. They have commentary. They're giving resources. And so that's, you know, where our younger generations and even, um, I would say, our generation are, are getting, or any generation, are getting information as well. And so being mindful and knowing licensure um, and where they're coming from and what their purpose is really important. And if you're ready to take the next step, I think that's when you engage with a financial professional. So, and you said this, Tony, is you can start getting into the individual advice. And there's never an age that's um, too young, too old to talk with a financial planner. And even if you just go through a complimentary consultation, I think it's important to use that as another educational experience so your eyes can be open to some of the things that you can start thinking about and the buckets to start making decision along the way. And I'd say that one of the things that is important to Jeff Foley and how he has built the organization and built Paladin Financial on is his natural um, passions and desires to be an educator. And so he he certainly enjoys the one-on-one meetings, but takes the time to put together this podcast each week. Um, he takes the time to put videos together. So I have to rewind whatever five, six weeks ago when uh, there was a lot of um, upheaval about the banking system and conversations and chatter in the media about what was going to go on with banking. You know, Jeff took the time to do a, a quick three to four or five minute video on what does this mean? What are some of the things that you're going to see this week? And here's some things to be mindful of. And if you have additional questions, certainly come in for that one-on-one conversation or give me a call so we can talk through what this might look like. But it's another form of taking all the different media and influences that are coming at you and let's hear it from somebody that's in your corner and that that has um, a firm footing in the in the the industry. Um, and so, you know, Jeff makes it a priority to hold client education events, whether it's a webinar or um, face-to-face a couple times a year, using social media and YouTube or some of the things that we know it's an important piece of as we continue to grow as an organization. And, and so I think my point and the kind of the call to action here is take the time to be somebody that educates yourself. You have to find somebody that you enjoy or you'll never do it. There's so many different ways to get the information. And so dig and explore and find something that works for you. But I would also encourage you to move forward with having a one-on-one conversation with a financial professional so that you can have another perspective and you can have that that one-on-one time. And so I think it's an important piece no matter what age you're at. And that's uh, the whole point in all of this and the conversation that we're having today is figuring out what the end looks like and starting now with that so that you can make your roadmap and you can plant some of the key pieces along the way as you're moving through life, making sure you have those desired directions and destinations so we can work towards it. Well, yeah, and I think that ties right in to what you were talking about earlier, to being able to live the lifestyle you want to live, especially in retirement. So before we go, Jeff, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Yeah, you can give us a call at 651-842-8406 and call, come in or join us through Zoom. And as Nikki alluded to a little bit ago, as we offer a complimentary second opinion on your plan, your decisions, your finances, and decide from there whether or not you like the voice that we have in terms of our process and our recommendations. And there's no cost to that other than the time that we spend together. So I encourage you to sit down, whether it's with us or someone else, and make sure that you have a track that you're comfortable with 
I think the biggest thing is taking action and being consistent with that over time. All right. Well, great show. Nikki, great to have you on board for this episode. Thanks for letting me join you guys today. That was awesome. And I hope you'll be back to to join us on uh, future shows. It improves the show. Gratefold. Uh, I don't have to uh, uh, watch Jeff just hold up graphs. You know, he's been winking at me this whole whole time, so I think he might invite me back. Yeah, he's got a little eye issue. We need to get him an eye patch. He can be the financial pirate. Well, that's probably not a good name. I thought he was winking at me, Tony. Oh, Nikki, I'm sure he would if he could. She poked me in the eye, Tony. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, that's from Nikki gave you that injury? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great one, you guys. Thanks for letting me join you. Thank you. Yep, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley, and our special guest host, Nikki Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.